Welcome back, guys. What's up? What's up? What's popping? Welcome back to another podcast. All right, so chit chat with me because I was finna to do this ASMR style, but it's not working because my heat is on. But anyways, let's get into this podcast. So today, I'm gonna reach out with this podcast. But anyways, um, chit chat with me as I discuss a Facebook challenge, hair challenge that I tried for five days. So basically, one of the YouTubers that I'm subscribed to, she posted a challenge. Uh, she finally got a sponsorship for um, a 4C hair company. Yay, because we need representation in that community. Yay, us 4C. So basically, um, the challenge was to twist up your hair, flat twist, mini twist, braids, whatever protective style you're going to do. And so I did that and um, the goal was to post the next four days after you took out the braid out or twist out, which I did. My results were great, but my hair is dry. I took two pictures this morning. I was like, right, I'm going to post these for day four, but I got to do my hair because um, it's kind of dry. So yeah, this is a chit chat with me video. I use um, a layer of products. It's 4C, you know, we gotta take care of our hair. So, you know, my first thing I use is water because I ran out of rose water. That's the point. And so, I use my leave in conditioner. And I like um, Michelle Lee Organics, their hair products. It's very moisturizing. I recommend that people do use them if you have 4C hair because it restores the curls. And so, um, yeah, I use leave in conditioner. I then go in with the Twisting Souffle and, my phone fell, and I go in with their curling smoothie. And then, and then, wait for it, wait for it, I go in with my hair oil that I made myself, quarantine, and they get them itches. So, the challenge was actually pretty good. I, myself, um, enjoyed it, but I was like, <laughs> I need to do my hair, so... Yeah, but basically the company's called 4C. It's basically products that's obviously made by a black person. So support black-owned businesses. And so they are products that cater to kinky, coily hair. And I actually like that. I'm actually waiting for their products to drop because I do want to do product reviews. Since the ASMR for ASMR. Since the ASMR hairstyle, it won't work because my heat. But, um, I do like their products. Michelle, I've been using them for a while. And they're very moisturizing, and I enjoyed them a lot. I don't know if y'all hear that, but y'all feel that slip. Like, my hair got so much slip, honey. The slip is crazy. Slip is crazy. But these mini twists are going to be cute. This will officially be my protective style number two, because I originally had, um, flat twist in my hair. But I took them out for the challenge, left them alone for five days, twisted out, did a twist out, and <laughs> my hair is on. Crying, <laughs> so I do use a layer of products. Now, let me tell you this. I don't know if I would ever do that challenge again because, one, it's, it's kind of like crazy because my hair is like super thick, so you know, we need. We need! Moisture. My hair is um has a mind of its own sometimes, but um 
we're gonna do flat twist, but um, since you know this is a chit chat with me, y'all can talk with me. Talk, y'all talk with me. I can talk with y'all while I do my hair. But um, it was pretty interesting because it's like there's not a lot of 4C hair products in the natural hair communities. There already is, so I'm actually excited when their products drop because I will be buying them. Hey, I'm here for the representation of my hair. Do I put too much of this thing in there? Rub it all up. Yep, stretch your products. But um, I've been growing my natural hair like practically all my life. I just now started taking care of it, so it's kind of just like, whoa, like what have we done? Uh, we big chopped twice, cut it off twice, grew back tremendously. Um, what I've been taking internally is drinking a lot of water, a lot of water, a lot of water. I've been taking biotin, um, collagen, and fish oil. Surprisingly, I have seen some hair growth um, with the pills, but I mean, they're just pills. Like, I won't take them once they're finished. I'll do an update about how the pills work for my hair, but um, I won't be taking anything after that. I've tried the main choice. The main choice works really well, but they do break out your skin. So, but y'all hear that? Feel it, hear it, what cringeworthy moment. <laughs> Put products in your hair and you get all that slip. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I don't care. We gonna get this hair right. We gonna get it right or we not gonna get it right at all. But yes. Um, I won't be using anybody else's products. I think I'm really gonna stick to the ones I have now because I feel like I know what works for my hair. And um, at this point, it's just like, Hunty got those inches and she trying to keep them and my hair requires like special maintenance like y'all don't know the struggles of 4c because i hate when youtubers be out here claiming that they got 4c here no you don't if your hair don't shrink if your hair don't got low porosity if your hair don't take products well and if your hair has water beads when you wash it you got 4c hair that's it that's it not oh when I wash my hair. When I wash my hair, it don't look like you got no water beads on there, girl. So I need these YouTubers to stop trying to claim that they got 4C hair when they do not. They use that as clickbait to get us to watch their videos. But it's alright. There's a lot of 4C um, representation in the YouTube community for natural hair, but I don't think some of them truly have the actual texture of hair that they're talking about. So yeah, because I watch a lot of YouTube videos. YouTube has been my best friend since quarantine. It's quarantine, can't go nowhere, can't do nothing. Everything shut down, you know. Wow, I successfully did one, two, three, four. And this was my fifth one. My mini twists aren't going to be that small because, again, we're crunch for time, number one. And number two, I try not to do hairstyles too small because when I take them down, I don't want a lot of breakage so that is the whole point of doing the medium size so I finish quicker one number two when I get ready to take them down in a month I'll record the process and everything and do a podcast for it but when I take them down you know the process is good like I've been trying to avoid as much breakage as possible because we can't be out here growing our hair in these streets and uh Finda, Finda, Finda break off. Like, we can't have that, hunting. But yes, I am officially excited. 
I'm just like amazed at how my hair has just been restored. Like, hey, restore my crown back to its glory. <laughs> Alright, let's do the front of my head. Because when I did this, I originally just sectioned off my hair into like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven parts. The reason why I have to section off my hair is because I feel like doing my hair in a fro in its natural state would take forever. So sectioning off really does help me um, do better parts and stuff. Like this section I just took out in the front of my head. I mean, it could be one, but I'm gonna make it to two because that's what we're gonna do. So the products I use are very good for my hair at the moment, but I do want to try actual companies like Michelle Organics. Um, it was made by a nurse, I believe. And she tried it on her kids and her family and all that. And um, she has 4C hair, so I'm assuming that's why it works for me. But yeah, like, what's going on with this hair journey? So, my hair journey is my life. Like, my hair is my love. It's my obsession. Like, everything. I just love my hair. I mean, I love it to the extent where I'm willing to take care of it. It needs to be taken care of because it's very fragile. As you can see, you know, I mean, you can't really see me, but as you can hear, if you hear, if you listen, it's very, very fragile. But I've been working on a couple of things. I'm excited um, for my anchor channel and many more things to come. And I'm just excited for what the future holds, at least. At least I can hope. <laughs> it, can, it can be a little bit exciting. I know because of like, everything going on, everybody's like, oh my God. And I'm just like, chill. Yeah, what a way to end my week. I do go to work. I do work, and I'm in school, so, you know, that's, that's kind of what my life is at right now. <laughs> but yes, these products are giving me life. They restore my hair so much, and for these products, they are kind of expensive. But I would say, like, for me, with my natural hair journey, like, what I've learned personally is that you got to find out what works for you. But not only that, it's just you have to be consistent with what works for you and you have to stick to one thing like people say oh you should use my product by all means make your products like no offense to you do what you got to do but if someone says that they are using something in their hair you should respect their decision no shade nothing i'm just saying respect people's decision not to use your products because like what if i use somebody else's products and that doesn't work well with my hair then what like you know what i mean it's nothing no shade against like new products but it's just like i want to finish what i started like i want to continue using your products i want to continue um you know exploring that part of my hair but uh my hair growth oil <laughs> that stuff is like creamy crack <laughs> that stuff is great so yeah like i don't i don't, I don't agree with some things that people say and it's no shade to them. It's just like, at the end of the day, people have to learn to respect other people's decisions and don't make them feel bad for not, like, doing something. Because like, oftentimes when we don't do something somebody wants us to do, it's like, it's as almost they want to make us feel bad, but then they don't at the same time. So it's just like, well then, <laughs> well then. So my hair has been growing. I'm excited to um, take care of it. I do keep it tied down at all times. I don't wear my hair out. I think that should be a separate video. 
why I keep saying video like this is YouTube? I feel like it should be a separate podcast because that's kind of personal. So I do keep my hair tied down at all times. I have started a regimen where I moisturize my hair twice a day. Now, unfortunately, because of the hair challenge, it got disrupted because obviously it was a hair challenge. So I didn't get to do that. But um, I moisturize it every day. So what I like, what my whole goal with my hair, because I know it's 4C. Yes, it is. My whole goal with my hair is to keep the hair growing on my head, but also keep it moisturized. Because my problem, my biggest problem with my hair over the years that I've been growing it and, you know, it's been living its best life because I wear protective styles a lot, is that I'm not on a consistent basis with moisture. And so what I do every day, well, moving forward now, because obviously the hair challenge is up. So starting today, when I get home, I will take a shower. I drench my hair. And then another thing I like to do is I use t-shirt towels because t-shirt towels are the best. I don't use microfiber no more because microfiber and I weren't friends. Here's the reason why. Because microfiber is a towel, so it's meant to take up the moisture. But also, I should be using my oil at the end of the twist. But I actually am not going to do that. But also, the microfiber towel was um, leaving a lot of pieces of my hair so for me it's just like I can't do that because at the end of the day if I'm growing my hair however length I want it to be or I proclaim that I want it to be this length I can't have my hair breaking off if that makes sense another thing that I do is I sleep with a satin scarf I know it's silly I know people don't like to wrap their hair gently I don't know why because I feel like once I tie down my hair, everything is all sealed in for the day. The heck, man? Excuse me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm trying to do this piece right here. This one. This one right here. But um, I sleep with a satin scarf because um, it protects your hair and it's very good. And I'm here to debunk most of the natural hair community things that they say anyways. Because half the things they say, it's like, it's very repetitive. Like, it's very repetitive and it's kind of annoying. It's like, all right, like, can you tell people what else to do to grow their hair? Like, how to eat healthy, exercise, like, practical tips. I'm not saying the tips that they give is practical, but, like, I watch a lot of YouTubers and all of their content is the same. Like, the first that they tell you is to pre-poo. If you don't pre-poo, they tell you why they don't pre-poo. Then they tell you, oh, pre-poo, shampoo deep conditioner and style that's my routine that's what i came up with pre-poo the reason why i started pre-pooing was because when i cut my hair off um i was like i seen the onion juice thing that was going viral with um some youtubers some some youtuber i seen and i was like oh let me try that like i was really looking for steps to grow my hair and let me tell you if you don't pre-poo pre-poo because it works it's basically a treatment before Ooh, my curls was popping, huh, T? Huh, T, my curls was popping. <laughs> I get excited when it comes to my hair. Um, if, ooh, that's kind of cute. Okay, I'm looking in the mirror. <laughs> but um, if you don't pre-poo, I don't feel like you should shampoo and just conditioner. I feel like you should pre-poo. Plus, I feel like it's your hair, and I feel like everybody should take care of their hair. Um... 
Oh, my curls are popping. Should take a photo just for y'all. But we're not going to do that. In the next podcast, when I do a natural hair video, why I keep saying video like this is YouTube? When I do a natural podcast, I will put some, I'll put a picture in the description. But yeah, pre-poo shampoo is what I do. I shampoo twice. Um, I use a clarifying shampoo because that really helps my hair. I'm just like exotic about how much my curls are popping. But anyways, um, for these mini twists. But um, I use that. And so I shampoo and then I deep condition. I deep condition. I started overnight, but I didn't successfully practice it. Like my last wash day, I can tell you this much. I, I slept on my deep conditioner in my head. <laughs> I did. I fell asleep. I was tired. But um, I usually sleep with it overnight because I find that that's the best method that works for me. That allows the deep conditioner to penetrate. Penetrate. Can't talk straight. Penetrate my scalp and everything. And so those are their policies. One thing I really want to discuss. I really want to say. Is I'm going to need people to stop giving people hair advice. Like... I feel like if you don't take care of your hair, don't give me hair advice. Don't do it to yourself, hunty. I know a lot of you want to tell people what to do with their life. I hear you. I feel you. I get your agenda. But at the end of the day, if I look at your hair and your hair does not look like it's flourishing, don't give me advice. And even if your hair is flourishing, don't give me advice. You know why I say stop giving people advice on their hair journey? Because at the end of the day, people are going to do what works for them. And a lot of people over my hair journey have given me tons of advice. Oh, you should do this with your hair. Oh, you should do this with your hair. Nope, not doing it. Reason being is because they always say, like, the saying goes. Wow, this podcast is almost 10 minutes. I'm talking too much. But, um, like, the saying goes, no one's going to know your hair better than you. So, my advice, I can give people hair advice because I take care of my hair. With that being said, now, other people giving me advice? Absolutely not. You know why? Because I cannot use their methods because what works for one person will not work for me. I got 4C hair, so I mean, I feel like my hair is a little bit different, a different, a different breed over here, but um, <laughs> it's a different, different things going on here. But um, yeah, it's just like... um. Be, I'd be mad because I feel like people be trying to give me advice and it's like, does your advice really work? Like, my hair journey, I've had so many things done to my hair. This is going to be a lengthy podcast. I'm sorry. But I've had so many things done to my hair. At one point in time, I, um, from my personal experience, had started a lock journey. Now, the reason I started my lock journey was because I've, I like the lock community. Like, I think locks are nice. And I think it was... Um, nice for me to get them. Now I've had locks like four times, different podcasts, different day. But um, I've had my locks, and the first time I started them, I wasn't really taking care of my hair, so like the results weren't what I wanted them to be. And so I was going to who was I going to? I was going to a hair salon, and the hair salon was nice. They did hair, I guess. They did hair, so I had them start my locks. And the reason why was because I've always liked locks. I think locks are really pretty. 
and I think walking my hair, you know, it's nice. It's a good journey to start. It helps, like, you know, with love and everything and acceptance of your hair and stuff. Although I don't really believe in, like, spirituality and stuff, but their black journeys are based off of, like, spirituality, in a sense, if you want to be realistic, because their whole journey is embracing, you know, their hair and not caring what society thinks and energy and all that spirituality stuff but anyways so i had started it and it was nice but the thing that made me mad was because they were like you can't wash your hair for three months and i'm just like wait a minute so you want me to start my hair right knowing that they're using products right listen to this you're using products so automatically because i have 4c hair like regardless Wow, I'm almost done with one side. That took a minute. But um, I need to put my oil at the ends of this side. So knowing that like I have um, 4C hair, it's going to cause product buildup, number one. Number two, whatever products I put in my hair, it stays. Like when I tell you my hair soaks up product, it will take up what it wants and bounce. Like with no hesitations. Like, uh-uh, honey. We finna take what we want and leave. So, for me, it's just like, hmm. Um, pretty interesting. I like this one side. I like it, like it. My curls are popping and I'm excited. So, I'm still in the front of my head, but I am on my left side now. So, like, my lock journeys have always been nice. But I, I've never followed them through because, um, I don't know. I just... I never followed them through. I started them like more than once, but I'm doing a separate podcast. But, um, and so, like, those lock journeys were nice. My hair can almost shake. Wow. I feel it. But I'm now I'm just taking care of my hair and I'm doing what I want to do with my hair. I'm tired of people be telling people what to do with their hair. At the end of the day, I tell people what to do with their hair because I want to see people's hair flourish. Like, if I know your hair is not flourishing, like, I'm like, oh, hey, what are you doing with your hair? Like, I want people to, I want people's hair to flourish. I be giving people hair tips, the tips that I use. Because they're common practices and it's kind of simple. Like, I don't tell you what products you should use. I just tell you the tips and things that I've, you know, know. But most of the tips I tell you obviously works for me. One. Number two, they're general. I'm not going to be like, oh, you should, you should use this product and you should, I never tell people what products to use. You know why? Because at the end of the day, I don't know their hair type. <laughs> so I'm going to need people that be out here professing that they're 4C. Stop telling people to use Cantu because Cantu don't work for 4C hair. Cantu hair, Cantu hair, Cantu not work for 4C hair. No matter how much you want to try it. No matter what you want to do, it, it don't work for 4C hair. It's not moisturizing, one. Number two, it just leaves your hair dry and brittle. Dry and brittle. Cantu do not work for me. Shame moisture, even worse. I tried what's that deep conditioner that every favorite YouTuber loves to try. What's it called? Um, the Shea Moisture Castor Oil um, Deep Conditioner, the Strengthening One. That junk leaves my hair. Shook out of its life. I need people to stop telling people that they should use all these brands that don't even cater to their hair texture. Like, honey, no. If I'm going to tell you, 
what brand to use, it would be Michelle Organics. Because Michelle Organics caters to 4C hair and the type of texture hair that I have. That's why when I seen a YouTuber for the first time, finally found a YouTuber, I don't know what her video is, but I finally found a YouTuber that um uses one of their products. And I was like, yes, because it's so moisturizing. That's good advice because of the simple fact that this product caters to my hair texture. Maybe telling 4C people to use all types of shenanigans in their head and none of the stuff that they be using works. Like, now if you're gonna tell somebody that you love 4C here as a YouTuber, you need to tell them what type of products to use, okay? Okay, and everybody be claiming 4C but don't got it. <laughs> like, uh-uh. Like, no ma'am, we don't do that over here. Ooh, you hear that? Tearing, crinkling. This is gonna be one twist or two. This is gonna be. I'm gonna make this one into two. And so, yeah, that's what really irks me because it's like, you gotta tell me to use this product. No, I don't use none of those brands. I've been using Michelle New Organics for, I wanna say, almost a year now. Another product that's ever really used is Shea Butter. Shea Butter don't work for my hair. Reason being is because, again, it's trial and error with hair products, yes. But shea butter makes my hair itch. Oh, my phone falling. Shea butter makes my hair itch. I'm just like, why would y'all recommend that people use this stuff if it makes their hair itch? Like, I'm like, I tried shea butter. Can't speak. I tried shea butter, and uh-uh, that thing makes my hair itch. When I tell you my hair was itching, 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 it's like I almost got nice or something. Like my hair, uh-uh. I'm telling you, people be out here trying to give people. Oh, you should use this product and you should use that product. And no, ma'am, I don't use Carol Daughters. I don't use Cantu. I don't use Shea Moisture. Let me see what other products I don't use. I don't use Dove because most of the hair products they make are not catered towards black people. I hate to break it to y'all. I hate to say this, but it's not catered towards black people. It's really not. Y'all can profess that it is and y'all can market it as it is. But it's not because if it was it would be giving people the results that they want and most of the supporters that these companies have had are black so that being said kind of just like you're catering towards a loose for texture this whole idea of oh you need to have you know a looser curl pattern because your curl pattern is too kinky <laughs> it's too kinky for you then i will use your products because i can't I need something that's going to give me the slip, give me that, ooh. Like, my last thing, I was like, ooh, you see that? I was clumping my curls and everything, like, honey. Like, I need something that's going to be moisturizing in my hair. So, I mean, yeah, that's... <laughs> but, yeah, that's another thing that I don't like with hair companies is the majority of them don't cater to black people or African Americans but want to say, oh, you should use their products or use this or we we advertise or we are we are we cater towards the natural hair community but you're only getting catering towards a looser um texture which is more like a wavy kind of like you know not tight like 3c 3a 3b you don't really cater to 4c mm -mm, child because products that cater to 4c will do exactly what they're supposed to do they will moisturize your hair to the point where you don't even have to moisturize a lot 
you don't have to reapply a whole bunch of product. Because once I do these twists, I come home, they're already tied down. So for the day, my hair's set. So I come home and I drench my hair. I have my leave-in conditioner, water, and oil. And that is it. Like, I don't have to keep going back in with the same products I use to style my hair. I don't have to keep going back in with them. Only when I use to seal in everything is a leave-in conditioner. Because I do the, um, I do a liquid cream. And then I do my oil. So I do water, cream, leave-in conditioner, and then I do my hair with oil. And that's it. And that's how moisturizing products are. Like, you think I have to reapply all these? Nope. They're already in there. My hair is going to smell just like it. My scarf is going to smell like it. Like, these products stay in my hair, which is what I like. And I don't have to keep reapplying them. So that's how I know that they cater to 4C. Now, I mean, like, the hair challenge I just did, I mean, that was four days. I took I took the twist out. I didn't reapply any product. So, I mean, I wouldn't expect my hair to be moisturized or anything because the hair challenge was just that so but i'm gonna need companies to get there um i think i'm gonna do the side part yep we're going with the side part because i'm just done with this section half my head but i'm gonna need companies to stop lying and saying that they cater to 4c here people when they really don't because i know 4c products when i see them and half of them on the shelf is not it it's really not and then it's funny because it's like products once you do use their whole line no not doing it i'm not using your whole entire line see with me when it comes to products i pick and choose like michelle organics i will use your whole line i will because i know that you guys work for my hair but before i found these products um i used to use like collections i lied i never used to use collections i used like one or two products in the product line and if my hair didn't like it i wasn't getting it but most products don't work for my hair anyways so it was like it was a lost cause it was a lost cause. It really was wasted money too. My hair journey was just oh child. Here comes our mother. So yeah, like I was saying, <laughs> you know how it goes in the natural hair community when it comes to products and stuff. I would not say that you should be a product junkie. Do not be like me and try to buy every hair oil in the world because they're not going to work. All you got to do is find a special type of oil that works for your hair. Or, you know what you can do? Which I recommend because I do do this. Saves me money. I do DIYs. I can tell you a whole story on DIYs. Honey. This is part though. <laughs> I can tell you a whole story on DIYs. I do not play when it comes to um, DIYs. I am a fan of them. Um, as far as like a lot of the YouTube girls rice water works rice water works um, nah rice water like some challenges for the natural hair community for me are just canceled all next year they're just canceled because it don't make no sense it's like you're gonna tell somebody oh they should put this rice water in the hair when it's like i'm washing my hair two times a week i'm washing my hair like uh-uh i i i'm not gonna say i can't stand that i just i just don't like that because i feel like they're projecting something that could be actually false because what if i was a person that followed their you know challenge you say i'm washing my hair every two weeks with rice water no that's protein overload so it's like people have to find out what works for them and they can't really find it out if like a lot of people are doing challenges and stuff and every minute you look there's a new challenge like 
favorite challenge now? I think it's aloe vera, but let me tell you about aloe vera. Aloe vera is, aloe vera is good. Like, I would rep, I would rep aloe vera because it's moisturizing. But I would just say, like, with YouTube hair challenges, is for you to take what is informative to you. Do not try to copy that person's routine because then they everybody has different hair. But I noticed that a lot of YouTubers, they be posting every day raving about, oh, I use rice water for a whole month and I use rice water. And most of the people that rave about these things don't have the hair for it. Like, not to be rude, but they don't have the hair texture for it. Like, why do you have curly hair and you're raving about this product talking about some, oh, I got 4C hair and your hair is curly. Like, what? No. 4C hair is kinky, coily. Curly hair is a looser wave pattern. Let's be realistic now. Can we? Can we? Shall we be realistic in the natural hair community and debunk all their challenges and a whole bunch of stuff they carry on with? But I'm going to stop watching natural hair videos because they're kind of getting on my nerves and they're kind of repetitive. And I'm just like, okay, so how many times am I going to see somebody do a wash and go? I mean, I haven't done washing those. <laughs> How many times am I going to see somebody do a twist out? <sighs> How many times am I going to see somebody do a braid out? How many times am I going to see somebody um, braid their hair up to put it under wigs? Like, it's just very repetitive. It's informative, yes. I would say that it's been informative for me for the past years. But it's very, very, very repetitive. It's kind of just like... Do you guys have anything else you have to talk about in the natural hair community besides how to do your hair? Like, come on. It's very repetitive because I've watched some and I've commented and I'm like, alright, you give tips that are different. Because I watched this one YouTuber and I was like, oh, you give tips that are really different because the rest of them, they sound like they're very, very repetitive. And one of her things was that you should put your hair in protective styling to stretch your hair because I decided to be on a no heat challenge. I haven't used heat since December 9th. I was gonna say December. I haven't used heat since October 19th. October, my phone fell. Oops, October 19th. So I'm on a no heat challenge as well. And the ways that she said to stretch your hair with twists was pretty good. I like that tip because I've actually never heard a YouTuber say, you know, stretch your hair without using heat. Unless it's like the banding method, but I'm like, I don't got time for the banding method. So she gave some really good tips that I liked because it was just something uniquely different to me. Because I feel like, again, they can give the same, the same tips. It's like, how are you giving out the same tips to a generalized audience that probably doesn't even have the hair texture as you? Like, like, okay. I hear you, I see you. Uh, <laughs> I don't knock your hustle, but I'm just saying, like, their hair tips are generalized to a whole audience of people that probably don't even have their hair texture. Like, I mean, I watch YouTubers that have straight hair, curly hair. I don't have their hair textures, but I watch their tips and see what they say, and I'm just like, mm, you're giving this out to a generalized audience that may or may not have the same hair texture as you. Do they ever think about that? Like, giving out tips, general information, but it's like they like to t tag their videos. Oh, 4C hair tips. How to grow long 4C hair tips, and you don't got 4C. 
you got 4A, 4B, but you're claiming that you got 4C. A generalized audience, because everybody claims they got 4C, but they don't know the real characteristics of it. And like I stated, I know the real characteristics of 4C here. I know them when I see them. So I know a 4C person when I see a 4C person. I'm not going to say that, oh, but that person's not 4C. Yeah, she's 4C. I can tell. I can tell. I can tell when people have 4C here. I see it right in there. But, uh, Pros are popping right now. But I love the products I use and I will continue to use them. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Another thing is detangling. Can I tell you how much YouTube videos I watch on people detangling with a brush and how nobody talks about finger detangling? I tried finger detangling and it works magic. When I tell you it stops shedding, I recommend you finger detangle. Finger detangling. Put your hair in sections and finger detangle. Finger detangle. Because, um,. Combs and brushes and stuff, all they do is snag on your hair. I feel like there's very few YouTubers that talk about um, finger detangling, like going in and actually, for 4C people, for 4C going in and actually, you know, taking out the knots with your fingers. Very few. Most of them want to use a tendon brush, and I was like, I'm not using it. No more brushes and no more combs in my hair, okay? Because all they do is snag really and truly it's snagging and then all you do is get a little all you do is get more a little all you do is get a lot of um what do you call it shrink not shrinkage breakage that's why i would not continue to use combs or brushes because all when i use them i just get breakage that's why i don't use combs no more no brushes no, i do not plan to your girlfriend will sit here and really do her hair and she gonna take out all the kinks she gonna take out all who oh, this side part about to be bomb.com i like to do side parts now i did two so far for this twist out because i did these twice but then i ended up taking them out because i didn't wash my hair for a whole month oh and another thing i want to tell people is know when to wash your hair like i feel like if you have um 4c hair you shouldn't wash your hair every week what are you washing? It's going to dry out. It's going to be depleted of moisture. It's going to shrink up and it's going to cause tangles. Like, y'all hear the crunchiness of my hair. That's because I just did a Facebook hair challenge for 4C people. But I'm just like, stop washing your hair every day. That's the dumbest thing you could ever do. Excuse me. But that's not smart. If anything, you really want to wash your hair every month. Mm -hmm. Every month, wait four weeks. Because I say wait four weeks because it's like, okay, you want your hair to grow, but you also want your hair to rest. There's no reason why your hands need to be in your hair every single day. I personally struggle with that. I'm going to probably going to be straight or not. Which way are you going? 
Okay, so I think I did. Uh, do I want to put this one back up? No, let me do this one side that I just took down. But, um, yeah, I would say. Wow, I really can't talk. I would say don't wash your hair every two weeks. Debunk that whole entire thing. Because all the water is going to do is dry out your hair. Oh, I wash my hair every two weeks. So, that's you, boo. That is you. Like, people got to realize you're not your hair journey. People do what works for them. Now, if you're not doing anything to your hair, that's a problem. You should be taking care of it because it is your hair. I mean, what are you going to do? Go bald or something? I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, the natural hair community got so many rules and so many stuff. And it's just like, people got to do what's working for them. Like, if something doesn't work for you, you should not immediately. Especially if you have 4C hair. Like, in people's hair journeys, they should know what works for them and what does not work for them. Because at the end of the day, I mean, are you going to keep spending money on products? Or are you going to find something that actually works? I bought little to no products this year. Nope. I bought little to no products this year. Because I said to myself that I'm going to stop being a product junkie because using a whole bunch of products is not good. I'm going to take my friend's advice. And it was my friend was telling her mom about it. Or she told me about it. And she said that her mom uses it. And I was like, oh, let me try it. I tried it and it works and I stick with it. That's the problem with people. They don't want to stick with hair products that actually work for them. They want to bounce, ship, and sail off to a whole nother dimension of using something that doesn't work for your hair. It does not work for your hair. I don't care if the product's all natural. It got shea butter in it. It got cocoa butter. It got this butter in it. They don't work for my hair. I could tell you that from experience because I myself have used shea butter personally. And all shea butter do is sit on my scalp and make my scalp itchy. It don't work for me. That's why when people say I should use your products, I'm like, it's like, what's in the products that I'm using? Because then they, my hair texture and what works for my hair, my the products won't take well because they have a certain product in it and obviously my hair don't like it. So I would say find what works for you because at the end of the day, not buying hair products has saved me tons of money. When I tell you I've spent little to nothing on hair products, the only thing I really bought this year was um, a whole bunch of oils because I did make an oil mix. Now that was um, an experiment. <laughs> I made the oil mix and um, I use it with rose water as a pre poo because I wanted to stop the shedding for my hair and it actually worked. So the oil mix is basically this. You can use whatever oils you want. Castor oil, olive oil, grapeseed oil, avocado oil, um, sweet almond oil. I use hemp seed, organic hemp seed oil. Like you can use whatever oils you want and you basically infuse them with aloe vera and you let it sit and you use it as an oil mix. Boom, I just saved y'all tons of money right there. You know why? You know why? Because then you don't have to go out and buy a whole bunch of people's products. Because everybody wants to make a magic potion for hair growth. And I'm just like, mm. Mm, mm, mm. I actually have a commentary on one of the companies that's been like all over Facebook. I don't like them. Well, I'm not that I don't like them. 
But um, one of their their ads are so annoying. I'm not gonna mention the company's name, but um, their ads are so annoying because I feel like sometimes ads and the way that people stream things and media it gives a uh, misrepresentation of what actually happens because people use oil and they're like, oh my gosh, I seen three inches of hair growth. How? You've only been using oil for a day or two weeks. Like, so how are you going to be like, yeah, I see some new growth and it's been two weeks. I don't feel like you see nothing in two weeks. I feel like you don't really see anything with hair stuff. If you're using it consistently, I would say in four weeks to a month. I wouldn't say no two weeks, no three weeks. I would say if I started doing something today, a month from now, if I continue to do the same thing, let's see if I see results. But I'm tired of these hair commercials be lying to people. And I be looking like, honey, what? And then the people on the ads be looking a hot mess. Like, what? I be looking, I'm like, that's unprofessional. I just be like, I'm tired of a certain um, hair person. And the funny thing about it is if you're going to sell your products, hear me out on, on this one. So if you're making products as a hair company, like I, this pertains in natural hair community, I'm going to need you to make more of your product if it's obviously if it's good and you need bigger bottles. Because the particular company that I was referring to, I'm not going to say their name. They made this small bottle. Like, when I tell you it's small, it's less than, like, a 20-ounce bottle. Like, it's a tiny miniature bottle. And they want to sell it to you for $25. I'm going to need y'all to stop doing that. If you want to make products, you need to sell a bottle worth. Like, right now, if I was going to make my own, I'm going to take a picture of it. It's going to be in the description. Because this is a, um, a hair podcast. But um, if I was going to make a thing, I'm going to show y'all in the picture. This is what you would give people. A decent amount size. This is probably like a 20 ounce or maybe like... I don't know how many ounces it is, is it is. But I mean, you got to make y'all bottles bigger. Why y'all giving people such little product and y'all charging them an arm and a leg? Like, I- I'm guessing your products ain't worth that much money. Let me know say that but i'm guessing your products ain't even that good because you're not even giving somebody something where it's like okay if i wanted to use this for the next month and a half i could do so i used it three times can't do nothing now because it's finished i gotta go reorder it like i hate products like that i feel like if you're gonna give me a product you need to give me a jar and a container worthy of the product don't send me no little bottle or no little container because i will look at you i'll look at the product because I can't see people. But um, I will look at you like you're crazy. Like, uh-uh. I need products that are moisturizing, that last, that come in containers where it's enough for me to be, I can get multiple uses out of it. Well, that's what I'm talking about because that's getting my money's worth. Because why am I buying a product for it to be done in the space of like two weeks? I need to be using a product at least for the next six months to a year. Just like my products. The only thing that finished for the Mission of the Organics is the leave-in conditioner, the shampoo, and the deep conditioner. That's it. Those are the only three that finished. I still got, I want to say, a whole jar left of their Twisting Soufflé. 
and a whole bottle of their curly smoothie. I do not play that. If you're going to give me products, you need to give me more for my money because I'm paying as a consumer. I hate when they want to charge you an arm and a leg for products and they send you such a teeny, knee weeny bottle. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, I hear you trying to sell your products and everything, but you need to give people what their money's worth. If I'm paying $30 and over for this product, it, the container got to come with me to get uses out of it. And if it's the hair growth oil, listen, it needs to come in like a decent sized bottle. Because I'm not going to use it twice or two times recommended on the bottle because they love to say, oh, use the hair products two times a day. Use the hair products three times a day. Like, okay, I'm going to use it that amount of time and it's going to be done in like two days. That don't make no sense to me. What's one thing I want to debunk? Because it don't. It does not all this money for this hair product and I can't get no uses out of it because y'all want to be trying to market it and sell me a small little bottle for $25 yeah because my mom had bought the product that I was talking about I mentioned in the name she bought it and I was like what is this like the, the bottle is tiny I'm like this is what you paid like $30 for she said yes and I was like not happening to me I'm going to need companies to get their ads right when they advertise for um, hair products, too. I'm going to need you to show people proper results. And by the way, I don't even like the ad. I skip it because it's kind of annoying. They're like, oh, it's the real deal. And I'm like, is it really? Because I don't see no growth in your hair, honey. They're like, oh, I used this for two weeks and my hair grew. Like, what? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So you say. So they... So they say, like, I would like to believe that their hair grew. I'm not saying their hair didn't, but sometimes I feel like these hair growth serums and these hair growth oils, they don't offer the things that they say. Because you got to think about it, a hair oil is basically customizable when a person makes it. Like, if I make a hair oil, when I take a picture of this, if I make a hair oil, it's going to say for all hair types. And I can't do that because at the end of the day, not every hair type can use what's in this oil. So I'm going to need people to stop saying no because it has essential oils and it has carrier oils and this oil that, yes, it can be for all hair types. No. What people need to do is make the product and market it towards their hair texture. That's it. Market it towards your hair texture. Say it only works for this particular community of people. Because if I say, oh, this hair oil... It's for 4C hair because I'm using it and I have 4C hair. If I make it, sell it, I'm going to be like, oh, this is for 4C hair. This is for 3A hair. This is for 3B hair. No, I can't generalize it and say it's for all hair types. Because at the end of the day, not everybody has my hair type. And I'm making it based off of my hair type. Like, a lot of people do that with hair oils. Oh, if you buy this hair oil, it's geared towards all hair types. How? Not everybody has the same hair type. So, I kind of wish that never existed in the natural hair community. Oh, the thing of, you know, having products labeled as all hair types. Like, if you look at Michelle Organics, this does not say all hair types. It says, enhances curls with soft definition for thick, curly, type 4 people. So, it's talking about 4C people with thick kinky hair because my hair is not curly it's kinky but um you see how it doesn't say for all hair types 
because you can't generalize it because of the fact that it's not made for all hair types. I need them to stop, stop doing that because that irritates me. And then they want to high market it and sell it for like $35. Why? Like, why must you come take my money? Like, why? And your product is not even catered towards my head. Like, it, I, hey, they say fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, put the blame on you or something like that. However that saying goes. But you know how that saying goes. I think it's a J. Cole saying. I don't know. But yeah, like I said, companies need to stop doing that. Like, don't, if you're going to market your product, you need to market specifically towards your hair texture. Because you having this, oh, generalized system that everything that is marketed for your hair brand is going to cater towards all hair types. It does not. It does not. Shea Moisture doesn't cater to all hair types. K2 don't cater to all hair types. Let's see. The Main Choice hair products don't cater to all hair types. Michelle e Organics don't cater to all hair types. Like, all these products need to stop saying that they cater to all hair types. Because they do not. They do not cater to all hair types. They could generalize it if they want to to meet the needs of the population and the demographics and all that. But they don't cater to all hair types. I'm sorry. They do not. This is, I don't care what you want to think of it. Because all hair types includes 4A, 4B, 4C, 3A, 3B, 3C, and 1A, 2A, 3B, and whatever else the hair charting system says. Because another thing the natural hair community goes by is hair typing. I feel like hair typing is kind of annoying because... Everybody uses that generalization and then say they got 4C hair. Oh, I looked at the hair typing. I got 4C hair, do you? Because you could have a mixture of 4A and 4B. Not a look of you got 4C. Not a lick. Not a pinch. Of y'all got 4C. So that hair parting system. Parting system. That hair um, charting system needs to be debunked. At the end of the day, people should focus on two things. Their texture. So, um, we are still not done. Um, I've successfully did the whole front of my head. I'm onto the side. But, yeah. Like I was saying. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. I need them to stop doing that. Like, the, part, the hair typing system is, I don't really follow it either. The only thing I really follow from the natural hair community, I can say, is finding out my hair texture and my hair's porosity. That's it. My hair texture, what type of hair I have, and my hair's porosity. And I feel like those are the two most important things. Because once you find out what hair texture you have... And what hair porosity, you can then go and get products according to your hair type. Not hair density, not hair this, not hair that, like all that extra stuff that they put in that parting system. No. You just need to know your hair type. And your hair porosity. Density, not really, because I mean, you should already know if your hair is thick or thin. Mine's is thick, so density really doesn't matter to me. It'd be finding out like what type of hair you have, and then 
What type of boss do you have? High, medium, or low? There's only three of them. And so, yeah, once you find out those two things, you are good to go on your natural hair journey. Can't nobody tell you nothing. Because, like I said, nobody's not going to hear, know you're here more than you do. Oh, child, I'm at the back. We made progress. Wow. Wow, we made progress. Trimming your hair every three to six months. No. I debunk that whole thing. Because right now, my hair is growing and I don't need a trim. You know why I don't need a trim? Because I trimmed once. I trimmed in June. I trimmed June 19th. Yay, shout out to June 19th. It's a Black History holiday and stuff like that. Or movement for Black people. But anyways, I trimmed my hair June 19th. So, when they be like, oh, you guys need to trim your hair every three to six months, no. You know why? Because what's the purpose of trimming every three to six months? If you're growing your hair out, you shouldn't need to trim that much. Period. What's the ends are you going to get? If you're keeping your hair properly moisturized, you're keeping it sealed, you're keeping it in a satin scarf, and you're keeping your ends sucked away, what's the ends are you going to get? Why do you need to put a scissors to your hair every two to three months? Like, no. Your hair does not grow that fast in two to three months. I mean, yeah, you'll see growth. But I'm not getting a trim until next year. I refuse to be out here blow-drying my hair every two to three months to come trim what I don't have. I'm just kidding. I have hair. But I'm just saying, like, split ends ain't that big of a deal. At the end of the day, you should know your hair enough if you've been on your natural hair journey to know when you need a trim. I don't feel like you need YouTube to be like, you don't need to trim your hair. Or you need a detailed video on when to trim your hair. No. Everybody should know their hair by now. At this point, I don't know. If you don't know your hair, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just saying. But it's kind of annoying. They say, oh, you should trim your hair every three to six months. Why? 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 No. Absolutely not. No way would I trim my hair in three to six months from now. I'm not doing it. I don't care to do it and <laughs> no. No way. No 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 no. But no. I don't trim my hair like that. I'm really almost out of leave-in conditioner. Wow, it's on this last stretch. I ain't got no more 
Now that's how you do it. When you can look at your product and be like, I ain't got no more. Wow. That's how I did it. One part of my head that I feel like this is, I dislike doing is the back of my hair. Like, I don't like to do the back of my hair because I can't see back there properly. So bear with me. What part of my Okay, so I'm going to go from the... Yeah, because I think I'm going to go around the top, down, and then I'm going to go inside. But I don't like to do the back of my hair because I can't see back there properly. So I'm going to make these twists come out. Oh my god. I've been doing my hair for two hours now. They got up at six. It's now 8.04. Yeah, the struggles, man. Why does it take me so long? Look at my hair real. I can't speed this up any faster. So I'm gonna do this. I don't know, I did flat twists faster than I did mini twists. That's kind of why I don't do mini twists because they take too long. So you know what I'm gonna do? Because I gotta go. I'm just gonna do some flat twists in the back of my hair and then finish off. Flat twist work just as fine. It's a quicker method to be honest with you. Mini twists take too much time. But I mean half my hair will be mini twist and the back will be um in the flat twist. But flat twists are easy because they're mad quick. I did flat twists on my hair and it did not take me that long. two sections in the back to finish. Oof. I feel so tired. And my scalp is itchy because I'm the challenge and stuff. But the challenge overall was good. I actually enjoyed it. I liked it. Would I do it again? I can't tell you that I would. My hair is like in the most driest state it's ever been in a couple of weeks because I've been moisturizing like before the challenge. I was moisturizing every day. I'm back on the challenge of moisturizing my hair every day because I notice that if I don't, my hair will be dry and dry. Okay, that's going to be a big twist right there. I don't care. My hair will be dry and dry. Like chips. Can't do that. Alright, I'm going to do one more flat twist and then get on to the other side of the back. And then we got some mini twists to put in this last one. I'm almost there. Alright guys, thanks for hanging in there. Yeah, why does my phone keep falling? Ha <laughs> ha! It's all my life. Anyways, um, I'll be almost done. I'm doing the last back section of my hair. Yeah, y'all see how long it takes to do it? And you hear how dry and crunchy my hair feels. And I was like, let me leave it like this and moisturize it. No, no, no. No, man. Put some flat twists. Put three flat twists. And we gotta do this twisted. So, 
what initially what I've been done was my whole front head middle is twist and then the back is flat twist that's how we finna finna say that we we did this style okay cuz we don't got time to be going through going through but yes okay we need some water cuz my hair feels so dry and crunchy it's crazy so I'm excited for my hair journey more than ever actually because I'm actually taking care of my hair my hair journey hasn't always been this <laughs> terrific or this actually satisfying or actually like you know complete like we figured out a routine that works for us and we're gonna um keep on going with it but um yeah i'm, yeah, I'm always gonna be on youtube providing some new challenges to do <laughs> on my 4c hair so yeah yeah because i'm all for the diy experience some of them I don't know because I feel like some of them are going to use too much ingredients. Like a hair oil, maybe we should have like five oils and a carrier oil. That's it. But I feel like sometimes they be using too much products. And then it's not even like done or whatever. You know what I mean? There's just too many steps to how they do it. And I can't be doing that. Like there was one video that I was going to try to make the whole batch of hair oil that she made but man did she use a lot of stuff yes and i was like uh-uh she used a lot of things and i was like that's a long process to get the results that she did and who's to say if i try that if that's gonna work for me i couldn't tell you so i mean i never tried it i said i was but um i mean because it was one of those you make yourself and stuff but i never got to trying it because like it was just too much of a long process and I don't have time to be going to Amazon to buy all these hair oils and then come home and then sit and then make it and then use it and then make it again when it's done. No. Negative. Not my cup of tea at all. So yeah, another thing I would say is don't use heat. I know I talked about it in the previous podcast, but heat is very damaging to your hair. Like, I would say your best bet is to stretch your hair naturally. Like, that's what I've been doing. Like, my whole goal is to stretch my hair as natural as possible without having to use heat. And so far, it's been good. Like, I'm able to actually do my hair. Like, the hairstyle I had before was just a flat twist out. So, I just twisted out and my curls were popping and then that's it. But, um, I mean, obviously, I had to do something with it because... <laughs> last leg and uh that's why we tried many twists but uh, we can't finish them now because we gotta go Whew. yeah it's tiring i always want to sleep i didn't sleep yesterday i didn't go to sleep at all i actually just laid in my bed watching youtube videos Yeah, y'all see how long it takes me to do my hair. It takes my hair a while because I have to section it off and all that. And these makes are staying in for like a month or so. I just did them. So the flat twists are fine. But we're back to our natural hair routine of wetting our hair every day. We cannot and will not allow our hair to get this dry. 
five days yeah the twist out is stretched it was nice but the fact that you couldn't use no product for four days was a lot like it left my hair crying <laughs> like like it left my hair crying crying like my hair right now is screaming when i tell y'all was in the mirror like oh and those curls was clumping yes because i guess that's what happened when you don't moisturize your hair for four days terrible experiment <laughs> but um it was to see if it can last with the products that you used and i'm like in my head it could have but i feel like at least by day three you should have been able to apply more products but you couldn't apply product for five days from the day that it started so it was a good challenge good experiment i'm glad that my last two photos this morning gonna post them and be like oh it stretched it did stretch but um time to do my hair i ain't about to leave my hair like that are you crazy y'all must be crazy y'all must be out of your mind i'm gonna go on a facebook hair challenge try the challenge and leave my hair the way it was uh -uh. my hair needs restoration and love okay okay should i do this section in mini toilets i mean i could if I really wanted to. Yeah, I'm going to. Oh, my leave-in condition is finished. And I'm sad. That last to be my last protective style. Because now I got oil and water. That's it. <laughs> now I need to go buy another leave-in conditioner. Like, I... I don't buy products unless I need to. At that, at this point in given time in my natural hair journey, I don't buy products unless they're finished. That's it. Because what's the point? I'm going to buy a whole nother leave-in conditioner when I have one that's full. Nope. I'm going to use that one, finish it, and then go buy another one. I can find them at the store. Hopefully, I can find their products because they're kind of pricey on Amazon. And we're trying to put ourselves on a budget and, you know, get our life together. And, uh, yeah. But my leave-in conditioner is almost done. I'm going to stretch it. I'm going to stretch my leave-in conditioner. What I'm going to do is just go around this. Take a little bit more. A little bit more. I'm taking a little bit by a little bit. I'm telling you, a little bit of hair products goes a long way. You do not need a, need a lot. Plus, I can't use a lot of leave-in because I don't have any more. So, but um, for the leave-in, I put it in a container. I put it in a little container that I had, the rest of it, because I think when I bought the products, I forgot what happened. The cap, oh, the cap for my leave-in conditioner went missing. So, I um, I um. I kept it in the bottle and was using it and, and using it until I found a container that I bought, a small one, and I um, put it in there. So I think I'm going to buy some more and I'm going to restock my leave-in conditioner. As far as for my oil mix, I have my receipts that I bought, the oils. I need to go get some more and um, make another batch, but I'm not making another batch for another six months or so because, I mean, the oil is not almost done. So... I'm one to use everything down to the grain, down to the last nitty gritty because I believe in not spending unnecessary money. Even though I spend unnecessary money. But for hair products, no. 
The reason why, because I feel like now that I know what works for my hair, I can use it up. I don't have to be like, oh, I'm going to try this one day, use this, and then try another product next week, and try another product next month, and no, I'm done trying products. The only products I really would try um, are DIYs for my wash day routines. That's it. Hey, I, I, I try to save money here. If I can DIY my wash days, at least, let's see, because I pre-poo, I shampoo, and I deep conditioner. If I can incorporate at least one DIY in there, I save myself tons of money. Because my pre-poo is obviously DIY. My shampoo is not DIY until I figure out if I'm going to try a DIY shampoo. But um, my deep conditioner is DIY. Because I either mix my conditioner with banana, avocado, egg whites or something, and I use it. Or I don't have to use the deep conditioner. I can make a whole DIY deep conditioner with mayonnaise, egg whites, and some of the conditioner. And that's it. Call that a DIY deep conditioner. I'm telling you, deep conditioning for me is a life changer. Like, my hair soaks up this stuff. Like, it needs it, though. And it's important I give my hair what it needs. As far as for protein treatments, I don't need to do one because I did one my last wash day, which was November 12th. So that obviously was a couple of days ago. So December 12th, I'm probably going to do a deep conditioner with some oils and call it a day. Like, another thing I would recommend doing, because I'm still on my natural hair journey, growing it out, is um, documenting your hair journey. Like, the things you did to your hair. Like, I have an iPhone, so I have a notes thing, and I go on there, and I write down all the things I've done to my hair. I have a pre-pool list. I have a shampoo list. Well, no, I don't have a shampoo list. I think I have a pre-pool list and a deep conditioner list, and then I have a wash day um, routine list. Like, I go in there and write down my routine, exactly what I did. The reason being for that is because I want to see, you know, um... Obviously, can my hair grow to waist length? That's one of my goals. But also, can I consistently take care of my hair? Because my hair is flourishing because I've been consistently taking supplements and drinking water and protective styling. And I haven't really been doing anything to my hair. And I want to continue not to do anything to my hair. Like, I don't want to be a lazy, lazy, lazy natural. But I want to keep my hair as moisturized as I can. And I'm telling you. When I go back to my moisturize routine, my hair is going to love me. Because that's all I've been doing. All I would do is moisturize my hair in the morning, tie it down for the day, moisturize it in the night, let it dry, moisturize it, and go to bed. That's my routine. So I do moisturize twice a day. And that, I think, has helped my hair tremendously. Like, my hair bounced back from that hair challenge. But I'm telling you, like, that's what helped my hair tremendously is... The fact that I'm going to put in consistent work to moisturize. Because my whole idea is I was tired of my hair always feeling dry. Like, why are you feeling dry? Okay, I'm finna moisturize you. Okay, I'm finna moisturize you. Um, so, yeah. that's I'm, I'm back at that challenge. I start today. I'm actually excited for it. I'm here for it. But, um... Yeah, so that's what I was consistently doing before this actual hair challenge. And my hair, I want to say, has retained, like, a whole lot. 
It helps me to keep my hands out of it too. So I mean. We got this one last section. It is 8.30 in the morning. Whoop de whoop. We got this one last section. You can do it, girl. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. Get through the kinks. Get through it. But sometimes you gotta be your own motivation, you know? Not like that, but like, you know, be your own hype. Like, be your own. Be your own hype. Like, hype up yourself, but nobody's gonna hype you up. That's what I do. Especially when I'm doing my hair. Like, oh, girl, my curls is popping. Like, you know it. Like, even if others may not think that your hair is doing what it should do, as long as you think that it's doing what it should do and you're taking care of it, hey, that's all that matters. Literally. Like, that's the reason why I'm telling no to certain things. Like, I wrote a list of no. Things I'm saying no to. No to using other people's products. No to letting people touch my hair. Um, that's just because people use products I don't use. And I just feel like if you're going to do my hair, you need to use the products that I use. No offense to those who have done my hair and use different products. But I'm just saying, like, overall, if you're going to have your hair being done by somebody, have them use the products that caters to your hair. Because that really helps to see what works. Because one person could be using this in your hair and it don't work. Like, when I went to go get my locks done one time, because I got them again, the lady used jam. My hair don't do gel. Don't do gel. Eco style, pro style, whatever gel. Because all you can do is slick my baby hairs and those things are gonna poof up because I have 4C hair. But um they used the gel and the gel made my hair crunchy. Gave me dandruff. Like it was just terrible. I had to wash my hair and retwist it. But because the lady used a product that I don't use. And then she also wanted to use a comb on my locks too. And I'm like, aren't these locks? Like you're not supposed to be using a comb on locks, but that's that's a whole separate podcast. Like my lock journeys and all that stuff is a whole separate because I can't. I can't. They use combs on locks and then they use gel. And there's one locking gel that I don't I don't like them. Like I don't know why people recommend people to use them. I don't like them. Their products are terrible. When I tell you their products just sit on your hair, they sit on your hair. You know when something just sits on your hair and you can feel it? Like, it just sits on your hair. It don't even go nowhere. It don't even do nothing. It just sits there like, uh-uh, honey. We gonna do a flat toast right here because we gotta go. Alright, I've successfully finished mini twists in the front of my head. There's some front twists in the back. Okay, Joanna. You get it, girl. You get it. You be productive. You be productive, okay? Be productive. Whew. Scalp is kind of itching me a little bit. But, um, I bring my hair black to its uh, glory. <sighs> I bring it back. Alright, last thing I need to do is clean up my bathroom and um, get ready for work. But um, I'm using my hair oil at the end of this. And I kind of rub it down.
Oh, and also, you guys can take pictures of your hair, too. Like, the progress and, like, the milestones and stuff. Because my hair journey <laughs> takes me way, way back. Like, when I tell you way back, I tell you back, back. But, yeah, I'm excited to continue my natural hair journey. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Y'all already know what to do. Make sure y'all share. And make sure y'all are part of my audience. And I will see you guys in the next one. Peace.